Welcome to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast, a relaxing and informative show where we explore anxiety, panic, and PTSD, sharing how you can overcome them for life. Aloha, welcome back to the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. I'm your host and coach, Gina Ryan, and I am so happy to be with you again today as together we can consider the many ways to bring your mind and body back to its natural peace and calm. In today's episode, I want to talk a bit about anxiety and conflict responses. And I have four of them listed here that I want to go over with you because Conflict is an issue when we are anxious for the various reasons that I'm going to go over. Many people fear conflict. Others actually thrive on it. But chances are conflict has caused a lot of anxiety and strife in our lives and the lives of those around us. The anxiety conflict can create leads us often to some unhealthy ways of dealing with conflict. This reaction to conflict for more people-pleasing or going along with whatever is happening, right? Or we can go into the other direction, the other end of the spectrum, and it sets us up for anger and lashing out and more distress. Most of us have responded poorly to conflict at some point in our lives, and we don't know why things blew up or broke down so quickly. So it's important for us to understand what kinds of ways we can fall into for responding or reacting to conflict. Remember, first off, very important, you can't control how others respond. You can only try your best to steer the conversation back into constructive territory. So you need to do your part and let go. Often we want to, especially when we have a little bit of stress in our lives and we feel out of control, we want to get control. And often we place that focus on the other person. If I could get them to do this or them to do that, that's totally out of your control. All you can do is your part. So do your part and let go. So I have four ways here. I'm going to jump right into the first one and ask you in a question form. Do you respond to conflict on the offense? So do you thrive on conflict and use it to fuel aggression? Some people do this. It's just their way. It can become a habit, a default, right? Conflict can be a way to break up the monotony of life for some people and get the blood pumping and get that dopamine and adrenaline flowing. Now, for some of you, I know you're thinking, why on earth would anybody want to do that? But some people, that is feeling alive, right? These people thrive on drama, but things can quickly escalate into harassment, threats, or even violence. You may not be in this camp, but you may know someone who is. So it's good to actually be able to see, even though we can't control the other person, we might be able to see, oh, 
they're responding to our conflict offensively. And it can be just good to know that. You don't have to take it quite so personally then, right? So there could be a healthier response, right? While conflict is part of our lives, right? It's necessary. We can't get away from it. It is not a way of life and cannot be used to dominate, intimidate, or manipulate others. Remain calm, listen, and respond with care and compassion. Stay out of conflict whenever possible and resolve it whenever necessary. So like I said, it can be good to know that other people are reacting in these particular ways. The second one is, do you go into defense mode with conflict? Conflict very often evokes a defensive response in people. In this case, conflict feels like an attack. And a natural reaction to attack is to be defensive. Now, I know a lot of you are going to relate to this one. Gabor Mate talks a lot about all of our triggers and our traumas and these things starting way back in childhood. So these are not things that we maybe did on purpose or we thought we'd be just afraid and be defensive whenever anybody came to us with a problem. It can be something that at one time in our lives actually saved us. It may have been something that was a coping mechanism and it worked for us. But we are adults now and we get to look at these things a little bit differently because defensiveness can easily slip into dismissiveness, justification, and counterattacks. Think about these things. If you have ever had these happen either to you or that you have done these Even if the basis of the conflict is inaccurate and the issues brought forth are not your burden, you still bear the responsibility to respond in a constructive and healthy way. Again, this is what we can do. We cannot control the other party or parties. And so what can you do? Well, don't dismiss the other person's concerns if you are in this defensive mode. Try addressing their merit, what they are saying, or your role in the matter or lack thereof. Try not to justify your actions or words, inappropriate or not. Instead, try to acknowledge them and the way they could have been interpreted and negatively impacted the other person possibly. Do not attack the other person, even if they are attacking you. It is hard to resist, but you alone can put the fire out with your calm responses versus your defensiveness. Have you tried one skin for your skincare routine yet? I love the simplicity of these products and the medical grade ingredients in them, not to mention how easily they fit into my skincare routine. The OS1 Face Moisturizer and OS1 Eye Cream make skin look visibly smoother and clearer and immediately feel softer and more hydrated. The secret is One Skin's proprietary OS1 peptide. It's the first ingredient proven to 
switch off the aging cells that cause lines, wrinkles, and thinning skin, and several studies back it up. So if you're tired of cycling through ineffective skincare trends and overcomplicated routines, then I'm so excited to share with you One Skin, just simple, scientifically validated solutions. One Skin is the world's first longevity company. By focusing on the cellular aspects of aging, One Skin keeps your skin looking and acting younger for longer. Get started today with 15% off using code ACP at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code ACP. After your purchase, they'll ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them we sent you. Of course, I have a couple more for you. And I hope you're finding these interesting because I love being able to label when something is happening. Like if I can see that a person is acting in a particular manner, like it takes the personal piece out of it, the sting, it can take the sting out of it. But first, let me thank Ned. Here's what happens with sleep. We can't sleep and we worry about the fact that we can't sleep and then we really can't sleep. The relationship between the lack of quality sleep and stress is undeniable. Let me share with you what I suggest to my private clients and have them do to knock the worry out of falling asleep and break that relentless cycle of stress, poor sleep, and more anxiety. I have them use Ned's CBD Sleep Blend, which contains CBN, a powerful cannabinoid that promotes sleep, 750 milligrams of organic CBD, and 24% more organic and wildcrafted botanicals than the previous formulation. And also, I have them use Ned's Awesome Magnesium, which is called Mellow. If you are a regular listener of the show, you already know my love of magnesium for all things stress-related. Fortunately, Ned has coupled these two excellent sleep products together into what they call the Dream Set. If you'd like to conquer sleep with Ned's Dream Set, Anxiety Coaches Podcast listeners get 15% off with code APCP. Go to helloned.com slash ACP or enter ACP at checkout. That's H-E-L-L-O-N-E-D.com slash ACP to get 15% off. Thank you, Ned, for sponsoring the show and offering our listeners a natural remedy for some of life's most common health issues. So I want to ask you, are you a people pleaser around conflict? Do you submit when there's conflict? This is the third one that I have for you. And I think some of you might relate to this one. Some people are naturally submissive and assume any conflict brought to them is somehow their fault. Well, I can relate to this one. I spent a lot of time in this in the past and have to be very careful that I don't fall back into it because you know, of my own natural tendencies, right? But I know that every conflict that comes my way is not my fault. And you can learn that too. These people often make themselves responsible for others' attitudes, misunderstandings, and emotions. Even if they know they're not actually at fault, they will apologize anyway, just to appease another person and smooth things over. 
Now, just like I said earlier, we do these things often habitually because at one point in our life, this may have been something that was extremely important for us to do in order to survive. This could have been the way to get through the family life. As children, we cannot leave a situation, but we are so darn smart, even as little tiny kids we figure out how to cope. And this may have been originally a coping mechanism that has become habitual, and we have carried it on throughout our whole lives without ever examining it. And I know a lot of people with anxiety are in this boat. So the point is that doing that doesn't actually resolve anything. It teaches the other person that they can dominate others to get what they want and don't have to take responsibility for their role in anything. This may sound familiar to you. You may have people in your life that you are thinking right now, oh yeah, I know somebody like that. They have not taken any responsibility. They dominate others to get what they want and they keep doing it. And they keep doing it because they keep running into people pleasers around conflict. They keep running into people who are willing to submit. So what's the healthier way? What can we do if we find that this is where we are? We can figure out what the actual conflict is about and assign who is responsible for what instead of just automatically taking it on ourselves. But it requires us to respond and not react. Because before, what we would be doing is just reacting in a people-pleasing, submissive way. It's just automatic because we've done it so long. Some people have been doing this for decades. This isn't even just years. And it's okay, because you never knew another way. So let's figure out what you can do. You can acknowledge your role, because if there's a conflict, you put it somewhere in there. You can acknowledge your role while also holding others accountable for their role. This makes us have to stand up a little bit, right? Make sure to note that everyone's feelings belong to them, because you're going to be like, well, I don't want them to feel this, and I don't want them to feel that. But just because someone feels offended, or put upon doesn't mean an offense hasn't occurred. Sometimes nothing was done wrong and people still get hurt because that's their stuff, right? That's what they have to figure out. You have to get clear with yourself and again, acknowledge your role, but hold the other person accountable. I hope that you can hear that. It's really a great freedom it's going to feel really nerve wracking when you first try it. And this is why when we are anxious and already in a cycle of anxiety and fear and stress that we don't try because we have enough on our plate. Just let me get through this. Let me just go home or let me make you happy so that this can go away. The problem is it doesn't go away. The person as I mentioned earlier, then feels 
like they can dominate others to get what they want and don't have to take responsibility for their own role in the conflict. And if this is someone you have to deal with all the time, you can see how you're just going to be digging yourself into a hole, which you may already be in. I know I've been in those holes myself. So I am not there now. I work very hard at this because I have a tendency to be more of a submissive person. That's just my personality, but it doesn't have to rule my life. Things can really change and you can too. You can hold people responsible. And the fourth one that I have, you might understand also, do you outright avoid conflict? So are you an avoidant when it comes to conflict? And some of these can go together, like you may avoid it as long as you can. And then when you have to, you become the submissive people pleaser, right? So a lot of people try to avoid conflict altogether. They ignore the other person's gripes. They bow out of conversations or they actually end relationships just to avoid confrontation. This obviously doesn't help either. Ignoring someone can add just as much fuel as firing back at them. And the person who has a problem with you will always be on the controlling side of the narrative. So this is why we don't want to just ignore or hide our head in the sand. There will be people and situations in life that you can't walk away from. So it's best to learn how to handle conflict so that you don't create more problems by letting them grow. So you don't need to be afraid of conflict and you don't need to run away from it. Conflict is a part of life. It's okay. And once we learn we are okay during conflict, we can learn more and continue to grow as an individual and in the relationship. So I'm asking you to be brave. This will help to force us to communicate openly. It exposes our deepest desires when we communicate fears and biases. Conflict is not a negative that we need to get rid of. It is a natural part of life that needs to be recognized for the good that it can do. So you can choose to use conflict as a tool of growth instead of running away from it or trying to control it. Keep your responses to conflict healthy and constructive and stand your ground and try to recognize when you are straying and you will. So that's okay. You just start over the next time you do better. We know better. We do better. It can feel like a struggle. And the stakes can be very high depending on the conflict. But at the end, you'll know where you stand and have a better idea of how to navigate your world. I hope this has been helpful for you because it is so stuck. It's like the sister to anxiety is this conflict, avoidance, submissive, whichever way you have chosen, lashing out, Whichever way, we want to come to a place where we can navigate conflict and deal with it. And it actually feels good at the end of it because we will have not been gone down the wormhole on ourselves where we're just, we spin out and go in our room and we're spinning out and 
that left the other person to have all of whatever it was they wanted, or that we yelled and then we carried on and pushed back and got into, you know, a, a heated argument in some way, pushing. We can do this, but we need to remember these tips, right? So let's remember those four ways of responding or reacting to conflict. The first one was being on the offense. The second one was being on the defense. The third one was submitting or being a people pleaser. And the fourth one was avoiding. So we can look at those. We can label what's happening when we see it in ourselves or we see it in another. And that can give us some ground to stand on. Remember to send me an email if you have anything that you would like to share with us or have a question answered on the show. Anxietycoachespodcast at gmail.com. That's it for today's episode. And before I read today's quote, I want to remind you that if you want more than what's offered here and more personal guidance, you might be ready for our group coaching membership program. It's a deeper dive into what you learn here on these episodes. Each month, you'll receive two anxiety clearing skill sheets sent in email. You'll also receive two live group coaching calls, which are recorded in case you can't attend. Those will help guide you through your challenges. And there's also a secret Facebook group for coach and community support every day, all month long. So if you're ready for more, go to anxietycoachespodcast.com slash group dash coaching and join today. I'd love to see you in the group. And now for today's quote. Difficulties are meant to rouse, not discourage. The human spirit is to grow strong by conflict. And that's from William Ellery Channing. I'll be back in a few more days with another podcast. Until then, be well and aloha. Thanks so much for joining us for today's episode of the Anxiety Coaches Podcast. Find more information at the anxietycoachespodcast.com.